The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. A man going on a journey called in his servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, and to a third one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. Immediately the one who received five talents went and traded with them and made for another five. Likewise, the one who received the two made another two. But the one who received only one went off and dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants came back and settled accounts with them. The one who had received five talents came forward, bringing the additional five. He said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I have made five more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come and share your master's joy. Then the one who had received two talents came forward and said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I have made two more. And the master said, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come and share your master's joy. Then the one who received the one talent came forward and said, Master, I knew you were a demanding person, harvesting where you did not plant, gathering where you did not scatter. And so out of fear, I went off and buried your talent in the ground. Here it is back. His master said to him in reply, You wicked and lazy servant, so you knew that I harvest where I do not plant and I gather where I do not scatter. Should you not have then put my money in the bank so that I could have gotten it back with interest on my return? Now then, take the talent from him and give it to the one who has ten. For to everyone who has, more will be given and he will grow rich. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And throw this useless servant into the darkness outside, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. This is part one of a two-part story. When I was a seminarian many years ago, I lived in a, in a community in Boston, and there was a, a religious meeting on the West Coast on the, on Cal, in California that our community typically did not go to, not because it was a bad meeting, but because out of, out of the sake of poverty, we, we had a sort of unwritten policy that we wouldn't fly to this meeting. But I felt like I had an exception and that I needed to take this trip, despite the fact that generally we didn't go. And we happened this year to have a new superior who wasn't exactly sure about all of the policies and what we, what we normally do and what's our, our practice there. 
So I went to the superior and I said, listen, I would like to take a trip to California to go to this meeting. And, and he said, okay, well, I'm new here, so help me out. Give me the context and give me the details. And, and so then I started to tell him why I thought I should go to this meeting. And I didn't lie exactly, but I didn't exactly tell the whole truth. And I sort of arranged the details and the facts in such a way that it looked really perfectly logi logical to say yes to this trip. And he said yes. And I flew to California at this meeting and I've regretted it ever since. That was decades ago. And I still think about that and say, what was I thinking? That was a complete breach of my obedience. I should not have done that. A few weeks after the trip, I saw that superior again, and he let me know that he had figured it out, that I'd sort of pulled the fast one on him. And he just sort of smiled a knowing smile and sort of patted me on the shoulder. And that's all he did. He, he could have been quite harsh with me, and I had it coming, and I would have accepted it. But that's not what he did. He just let me know that I had crossed the line, and then he moved on. That's part one of the story. I'll tell you part two later. The parable. The parable uh, is not quite as straightforward as you might think. Many people, and even preachers, when they look at this parable, they talk about how, okay, well, God's the, the rich master, and we're the servants, and the talents are, of course, our talents. Uh, I'm good at mathematics or I'm good at public speaking and God wants me to use my talents for the kingdom. Well, that's a really good interpretation and that's a very laudable way to look at it. But it's actually not the way Jesus was thinking when he gave the parable. And we know that because the word talent in Jesus' day meant nothing about skills. That's not what that word meant at all. The word talent in Jesus' day was a unit of measurement. And, and it was a, it was a, a measurement of, of money, but it was also a, a measurement of weight, much like the English pound. It was a measurement of weight and, and money. So a talent of gold would be about 50 pounds of gold. And so Jesus wasn't really speaking about our skills when he was talking about talents there. So what was he talking about? We know that, that God the Father is the master, we're the servants, but what are the talents? Well, the master is rich in these treasures that he's giving out. So what is God rich in? You can do this very simple thing. Go online, go to Google, and type in God is rich in, and immediately one word pops up, and it's mercy. God is rich in mercy. You'll see, I did it yesterday, you'll see listing after listing after listing, all over the Bible, all over the Old Testament, all over the New Testament is that phrase, God is rich in mercy. So I believe that that's what Jesus was talking about. Jesus was saying that God the Father is rich in mercy. He dispenses it. He gives it out to all of us. And he expects us to dispense it to those around us. And he knows that we will profit when we do so. Because mercy is much like love. Love is a strange possession, isn't it? If I possess love, I will get more love if I give it away. It's a strange possession that way. The more I give away love, the more I have love. Well, that's true about mercy too. The, 
the more I give it away to other people, the more I can receive mercy, the more I can accept the mercy both from God and from others. And that's what the Lord wants. This is why in the Our Father, Jesus is trying to teach us to say, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against others, against us. These two things go together. The, the mercy that we give and the mercy that we receive, our capacity to receive increases the more we give and vice versa. Jesus knows that and that's what he wants for us. The third person, the third servant in the, in the parable here, he couldn't do it. He, he buried the treasure. And what do you bury in the ground? Dead things. And so mercy was dead for him. Mercy was dead for him. Now what that might mean for you and me, well, have you ever had the situation in yourself, your own life, or maybe observed it in others, when you're so angry with yourself, you're so disgusted with something that you've done that you refuse to accept forgiveness from God or from anyone else. Maybe you've hurt someone so badly and they want to forgive you, you just can't do it. You can't even receive their forgiveness. You can't receive their mercy. That's burying the mercy in the ground. And if you do that, then both your capacity to receive mercy and your ability to give out mercy decreases. You become unprofitable. Part two of the story. I was a young seminarian and I did that big mistake and I was forgiven and I felt really moved by that. Fast forward many years, I become a formatore. I become uh, the novice director. So now I'm in charge of seminarians. And I asked one seminarian, he was taking a trip only a few hours away in a, in a city only a few hours away. I said, I'd like you to go online and do some research, find out if a bus trip or a plane trip is cheaper and come back and tell me that. So he came over and he, he brought the, the products of his research and he didn't exactly lie to me, but he didn't put all of the details and he didn't tell the whole truth either. And I knew it. And immediately what came to mind was my own mistake those years before and how my formatore, my superior, treated me. And so how do you think I treated this novice? Come on in, buddy. I fell in that same hole a few years ago. Let's get you cleaned up. This is what the Lord wants for all of us. He wants us all to receive mercy and he wants us to give it out abundantly. And if we do, we will profit greatly for ourselves and for the kingdom.